The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Hello, everyone. This is John Patchett, and welcome to the weekly wrap from Hawkeye's Mike. This podcast focuses on Iowa men's and women's basketball, as well as wrestling and baseball, plus updates on Hawkeye's football. You'll hear from Iowa's head coaches and student athletes, as well as sports reporters and special guests, along with our own Tyler Chumeland and Jack Bransgard. In this week's show, we'll go on the court for men's basketball, and we'll hear from Fran McCaffrey, who talks about the win over South Dakota in the opening round of the NIT. We'll also go on the court for women's basketball. Iowa defeated Missouri State in the opening round of the WNIT. They'll now face South Dakota. Lisa Bluter will talk about that win over the Lady Bears. And you'll hear from Allie Disterhoft, who set the all-time scoring record in the opening round of the tournament. And we'll go on the mat. Tyler Chemelin will give his update on the Iowa wrestling team in the NCAA championships this weekend in St. Louis. And we'll go on the field for Iowa baseball. And you'll hear from Rick Heller, who talks about getting his 800th win as a college head baseball coach after the doubleheader sweep of Lehigh last Sunday. Hawkeye's Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. The Iowa Hawkeyes men's basketball team did not make it into the NCAA tournament this year as they had the past three seasons, but they were one of the first four teams left out of the big dance, so they got a top seed in the 32-team NIT. If they win three all at home, played at Carver Hawkeye Arena, they will have a, they will go to Madison Square Garden in New York City for the finals. And unlike a lot of teams left out of the NCAA, Iowa did not struggle in its opening round NIT. IT game, knocking off eight seed South Dakota, 87 to 75. Freshman led the scoring for Iowa in this game. Four Hawkeyes finished in double figures. The leading scorer was Peter Jock with 20 points, but 59 of Iowa's total 87 points came from freshmen. Jordan Bohannon had 19, Tyler Cook 18, Isaiah Moss 16, 12 of those coming on three-point shots. Bohannon also had 11 assists to just a single turnover. And Ahmad Wagner made some big plays at key times, providing energy with hustle plays when the Hawkeyes needed it the most. Most. Jack has now scored 20 or more points in 28 games so far this season. Iowa shot 57% from the field. It hit 44% from beyond the arc. On the other hand, the Hawkeyes hit just 7 of 15 free throws. And in fact, until Jack made his last two free throws with about a minute to play, the Hawkeyes' three-point shooting percentage actually exceeded its free throw percentage. The game was close until Iowa got hot midway through the second half. The Hawkeyes improved 
improved to 12-0 all-time against South Dakota and to 4-0 in NIT home games under McCaffrey. Iowa now hosts TCU Sunday, 4 p.m., Carver-Hawkeye Arena, ESPN2. TCU is the four seed. It got to the second round of the NIT by defeating five-seed Fresno State Wednesday night, 66-59. TCU is 20-15 overall this year, 6-12 in the Big 12, but the Horn Frogs beat both Oklahoma and Kansas in the Big 12 tournament before losing to Iowa State. Reports today also indicate that Carver-Hawkeye is nearing sellout status for Sunday afternoon's Round 2 game. Iowa sits at 19-14 on the season after the win over South Dakota. If the Hawkeyes beat TCU Sunday, Round 3 of the NIT will be played at Carver-Hawkeye, likely on Tuesday. Opponent, time, TV, all to be determined. We know for sure that the opponent will be the winner of the Richmond-Oakland game played Sunday night. That's a 6-seed versus a 7-seed as Richmond upset three-seed Alabama and Oakland beat two-seed Clemson in the opening round. Nearly 13,000 fans filled Carver-Hawkeye Arena Wednesday night for the NIT Round 1 game. The crowd was boisterous, loud, very involved for a change, and McCaffrey started his post-game press conference by thanking the fans, a sentiment echoed by his players. I just uh, you know, want to thank our fans for showing up the way they did. And we had a couple of days to sell tickets. You know, I'm not surprised. They've, they've always done this. Had great impact on our energy level and uh, our ability to keep coming. And uh, just very thankful. I know the players and the coaches really appreciate that kind of support. That was an unbelievable atmosphere in here tonight, and we're very thankful. Freshman point guard Jordan Bohannon has 21 assists over his past two games. McCaffrey was asked about Bohannon's development and maturity. Well, I think the great thing about him tonight was, you know, they really came after him. You know, they were trapping him as, as, as much as they could. Uh, he, he really had to work. Uh, especially in the first half, but he just kept going, and he's really smart. So, you know, if they were up into him, he just would go, and uh, that's when you make plays for people. He got a few layups. Uh, we got him on the back door the one time. So, uh, you know, he's just going to keep coming. You know, he, he's you know he's a tough guy, and he's also really smart, and he knows who's with him and how to get those guys the ball and what we need to be done. And you know, it, it just it, it it makes a difference for everybody out there when you have a guy that thinks like that. NCAA bubble teams often struggle in NIT first-round games. Iowa did not against South Dakota. McCaffrey expressed his pride in the way his team responded and played Wednesday night. I am very proud, you know, and, and I, quite frankly, would have been very shocked if, if they didn't do that. I mean, I just, just knowing this group the way that I do, I felt like they would come out and play this way with tremendous fight. You know, and I think, you know, when we prepared for this team, they recognize, okay, this team won a championship. They won a regular season championship. They're a 20-win team. They're a championship team. So that comes, what comes with that is an element of respect. So we respected our opponent, we fought, and we got the job done. And, and that's what you want to do. A win on Sunday versus TCU would give McCaffrey his fifth consecutive 20-win season. He was asked about what that would mean. I think it's just a number. I mean, I, I just want our guys to keep winning. I want them to experience winning and success. They, 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 they really work hard. They're a terrific group of young men that have tremendous character, and they bring it for me every day. There's no issues with this team, no selfishness at all, and, and those are the kind of teams you want to keep winning. You know, we're, we're going to try to do everything we can as coaches to prepare them to play a really good team and 
you know, in conjunction with our fans, hopefully, uh, you know, get it done. And Fran talks about the upcoming opponent, Texas Christian University, in round two of the NIT. I know this, they're very good. I, I know Coach Dixon, I've, I've coached against Jamie in the past when he was at Pitt, you know, one of the best coaches in our business. You know, you got a really good team there, really good guards, I know that. Just beat Kansas in the, in the Big 12 tournament, I know that. So we got our hands full. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ooh, a toilet. Prefins. Keep your hands germ-free all day. <laughs> Iowa's women basketball team also failed to make the NCAA tournament after losing to Indiana in the opening round of the Big Ten tourney, but the Hawkeyes were selected to play in the WNIT. Iowa hosted the opening round game versus Missouri State on Thursday evening, and it handily defeated the Lady Bears 95-74. The Hawkeye women used balanced scoring and an overall team effort to dispatch Missouri State. The Hawkeyes had five players finish in double figures, led by senior Allie Disterhoff who scored 21 points and in the process she set the all-time scoring record for Iowa with a career scoring total so far of 2,061 points. She broke the record with 406 left in the fourth quarter left shortly thereafter to a standing ovation from the 3,000 plus fans in attendance. In addition to Disterhoff's points the Hawkeyes were led by Kathleen Doyle with 18 and she also had six assists. Mackenzie Meyer with 14, Megan Gustafson with 14, and Hannah Stewart, who scored 10. Iowa's bench had 25 points, and the Hawkeyes had a whopping 50 points in the paint as they went inside early and often against the overmatched Lady Bears. Gustafson also set a record in this game. She became the all-time single-season rebounds leader with 307, and she also had her 16th double-double of the season. The Hawkeyes led 43-30 at the half and blitzed Missouri State early in the third quarter, building a comfortable lead that they never relinquished. The Hawkeyes also avoided something that has plagued the squad several times this season, lengthy scoring droughts. Iowa is now 18-13 and overall and has made 10 consecutive postseason appearances, 8 in the NCAA, 2 in the WNIT. The win over Missouri State gets the Hawkeyes a WNIT Round 2 game in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. That's tomorrow, Saturday. 3 p.m. on BTN+. Plus. The Hawkeyes will host defending WNIT champion South Dakota. USD is 23-8, 11-5 in their conference play. It got to round two by defeating North Dakota 78-55 Thursday evening, while Iowa was topping Missouri State. The winner of this game will next play between March 22nd and 24th in a round three WNIT game. That will be against the winner of Sunday's game between Colorado and South Dakota State. State plays time TV to be determined. It's possible, probably likely, Iowa will host that game if it wins tomorrow, especially if there's a decent crowd at Carver Hawkeye for the USD game. Following the win over Missouri State, head coach Lisa Bluter began her post game press conference by noting the records set by Disterhoft and Gustafson, but also emphasized the fact that the win was clearly a team win. Allie, you know, becoming the all time leading scorer here, that's a record that stood for about 35 years. 
years, that's an amazing accomplishment. And quite fitting, I thought, that she tied it on a layup and then, you know, got the record uh, off of a, a driving drive as well. And, um, you know, just really, really proud of her. To come in here and to accomplish something like that is amazing. Really happy that I got to be a part of it. Happy that all of us coaches just got to see this happen and, and be a part of it. But really happy for her. Another record that fell tonight, Megan, set a single season rebounding record. And again, when you think of the players that have come here, the athletes that have come here, when you go back to those final four, the final four year, that is an amazing accomplishment. So I'm really happy for Megan. She got her 16th double-double tonight. But overall, this was a really good team victory. I know there were some individual records set tonight, but what a great team victory. I loved our bench play tonight. I liked our paint play. Allie Disterhoft talks about setting the all-time scoring record for Hawkeyes women's basketball. I mean, honestly, I just have to give it all up to the big man upstairs, but relief was probably the biggest emotion at that time. Um, we haven't made it like a focal point in our conversations within the team or with the coaches, but it's definitely been a topic of conversation outside of Carver. And um, Haley Schneiden came up to me before the game when we were shooting around and she said, Allie, just don't put too much pressure on yourself. And I think I just needed to hear that from her to go out there, you know, obviously play aggressive, take the shots when they were there, but just to continue to play team basketball. And it's hard not to get emotional because I've had so many people support me along the way. My coaches have been incredible, my teammates, my family. So relief, but happy with that. I think I've, I've always played my best basketball when I've taken the focus off of myself. And I think that that can be said for anyone on our team because our style of basketball is, you know, you pass up the good shot for the great shot. You work to get your teammates involved. And like I've said before, when you focus on the team, those individual successes will fall in line. Just like how Megan's gotten her rebounding record. She's never focused on herself. It's always how can I help the team? And I try to do the same. Bluter was asked about her team scoring the eye-popping 50 points in the paint versus Missouri State. And what I was happy about is when they went to zone, we were still able to get it into the paint. And that's where Hannah really got some of hers is against the zone. And so that was nice to see. Um, you know, we've talked to our team a lot about, you know, stressing a good shot from a not such a good shot. And tonight, I think we set a WNIT record for field goal percentage uh, in a game. Shot over 60%, I believe, from the field. You know, and, and we had 23 assists, too. And so I thought that was really great team basketball. Bluter talks about the round two opponent, South Dakota, coming into Carver-Hawkeye this weekend. They are the defending WNIT champs, so that makes it kind of interesting uh, going against them in the second round. Um, obviously, they've been here before. They do have a new coach this year, but I know Dawn. Uh, she was an assistant at Michigan for a while. Uh, she's done a great job, but Coach Jensen has the scout, and she's watched three or four games on them already. So when I go upstairs, we'll watch the game tonight and then prepare the scout for tomorrow, and at 1230 tomorrow, we'll meet with our team and, and present it to at that time. Only four Big Ten teams made the NCAA tournament this year. Bluter placed the blame squarely on poor non-conference scheduling by the other 13 conference teams. Schedule better. And we talk about it every year at our Big Ten coaches meetings that we need to do this and nobody follows suit. And so this is exactly what happens. You know, I remember a few years ago, the Pac-12 was not getting the respect that they wanted and they all made a pact that they were going to schedule a lot better and look what it's done for their conference. So until we decide to do that, it's going to continue to happen like this. We have to schedule better in our non-conference than what we do in the Big Ten. I'm proud of our non-conference. We had the fourth best in the, in the nation. So I think we did our job, uh, but everybody else, the other 13, need to do their jobs. And Lisa Bluter noted that her team's performance in last year's WNIT was very poor and talks about how that experience should help in this year's tournament. Last year, in my opinion, we 
were so disappointed that we weren't in the NCAA tournament, we just flopped in the NIT. Uh, I think this year, it's not a surprise, so I think we've embraced this. I think we're ready for it. it you know, it, it could be a lot of fun, especially for a team that is so young and has, you know, so much to learn. You know, I, I have to sit here and think that had we not lost Tania Davis, that we would be in the other tournament. I honestly believe that with all my heart. You can't control those things, and all you can control is what the pieces you have, and you know, we have a very young team, you know, starting three freshmen, then we get the concussion situations going on. I'm proud of our team. We're in postseason play with three freshmen and one senior in our starting lineup and one sophomore. So considering what we've been through, our youth, we could make this really fun. Next, we'll go on the mat with Tyler Chemeland, who previews the NCAA Wrestling Championships being held this weekend in St. Louis. You can hear the full On the Mat podcast preview of the NCAAs by going to HawkeyesMike.com in the men's sports section. Are you or your local Iowa company looking for a new roof or sheet metal work? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal specializes in low-slope commercial and industrial roofing and sheet metal. Building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years, TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, located in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides strong, expert customer service and the best quality fit for you, their customer. For a free estimate, give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, your home for all your low slope roofing systems. Give them a call today. Again, 319 848 4191 or toll free at 1 800 383 7663. Time for On the Mat, your Hawkeye Wrestling update here on the Weekly Wrap. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter. Follow along with the Hawkeyes currently in the NCAA Championships going on in St. Louis, Missouri at the Scott Trade Center. If you're listening to this on the weekend, kind of depends on when you're listening to it, I suppose. I'll go ahead and go through the preview of everything for the championships. Tune in. A lot of the sessions are on TV, including Session 5 on ESPNU and Session 6 coming up on ESPN. That's the championships on Saturday evening. Let's go ahead and go through this real quick. 125, your pre-seeds going into the tournament. Favorite to win Big Ten champ Hawkeye Thomas Gilman, the one seed. Joey Dance from Virginia Tech. He's the two seed. Nick Suriano of Penn State. He is the number three seed. He is wrestling in this tournament. Was injured in the Big Tens. Is wrestling in this tournament. Number four, Darian Cruz. Number five in this tournament is Tim Lambert from Nebraska. Number six is Ethan Lizak from Minnesota. Number seven, Sean Russell of Edinburgh. 32 and six on the year. Number seven in this tournament, Sean Russell. Number eight is Nicholas Piccinini from Oklahoma State. Number nine, Joshua Rodriguez from North Dakota State. And number 10, number 10 wrestler Jack Mueller from Virginia. Thomas Gilman ranked number one, seated number one, the favorite to win at 125. 133, the Hawkeyes bring in Corey Clark, the senior. He's the four seed. Your number one seed, Nathan Tomasello, Big Ten champ from Ohio State. The two seed, Seth Gross from South Dakota State. Corey Clark is the four seed, as I mentioned. The three seed right below him in the brackets, Cade Brock from Oklahoma State, the freshman. The number five seed in this tournament, Stephen Mishik from Michigan. Number six seed is Dom Forrest from Pittsburgh. Number seven seed, Eric 
Montoya from Nebraska. Zane Richards is the eight seed from Illinois. Your number nine seed in this tournament. Good wrestlers all the way up and down. 133, Scotty Parker from Lehigh is your nine seed. Your 10 seeds, Johnny Ernesty. Number four seed, Corey Clark for the Iowa Hawkeyes. If you want to hear about the preview for the NCAAs, let's say you're trying to get primed for the championships coming up on Saturday, or even if you're listening to this earlier in the week and the tournament's just getting underway, check out the podcast, the full exclusive edition, breaking down everything with the NCAA championships at Hawkeyes. Mike, join me. I've got Tom Brands, Thomas Gilman, Corey Clark, and others joining me on that program. 141, Hawkeyes have a pigtail match. It's Topher Carton. He wrestles Joshua Heil in the first round. Number one seed, Dean Heil from Oklahoma State. Your number two seed, Kevin Jack. Number three seed, Joey McKenna with Matthew Kolajic from Princeton being the four seed. Number five seed, Anthony Oshnault from Rutgers. The number six seed, George D. Camillo. He's from Virginia. Number seven seed, Joseph Ward from North Carolina. And Jaden Ironman from Missouri is your eight seed. Moving on to 149, the top seed, Zane Rutherford. He's number one undefeated. Number two, Anthony Kalika from Oklahoma State. Brandon Sorensen comes in at the five seed right in front of him. Le'Veon Mays, the three seed from Missouri. And Micah Jordan, the number four seed. Sorensen looking to get back to the national national championship in which he lost to Zane Rutherford last season. 157, the number two seed for the Hawkeyes, Michael Kemmerer, the freshman. He's lost twice, both times to the number one seed, Jason Nolf at 157. Good wrestlers in this bracket. Uh, Joey, Jab- Joey, La- Joey Lavely from Missouri is the number three seed. Tyler Berger is the five seed. Your five seeds, Joseph Smith from Oklahoma State. Six seeds, Clayton Ream. Seven seeds, Dylan Palacio from Cornell. 165, unseeded Joey Gunther got the at-large bid for the Hawkeyes. Wrestled Brandon Womack from Cornell in the first round. For number one seed, defending champ Isaiah Martinez from Illinois. You've got Logan Massa, the number two seed from Michigan. He's a freshman. The three seed is Vincenzo Joseph from Penn State. Four seed is Isaac Jordan. Again, Joey Gunther, an at-large seed in this bracket at 165 for the Hawkeyes. 174, another senior, Alex Meyer with the 11 seed. Russell and Austin Dewey from Boise State in the first round. Your number one seed, Zahid Valencia from Arizona State. Number two seed, Brian Riobuto from Cornell. Your three seed, Bo Jordan from Ohio State. Your number four seed, Zach Epperly. Again, 174, senior Alex Meyer, the 11 seed at the national championships. Again, this going on currently at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis. 184, Sammy Brooks for the Hawkeyes. Number three seed, Big Ten champ. Two-time Big Ten champ, that is. Number one seed's Gabe Dean. He's undefeated. Number two seed's Bo Nickel from Penn State. He's got one loss on the season loss in the Big Tens. As I mentioned, Brooks is your three seed. Nolan Boyd, your number four seed from Oklahoma State. Number five seed for this one is Zavatsky from Virginia Tech. Six seeds, Miles Martin from Ohio State. Seven seeds, C.J. Dudley from Nebraska. And your eight seed is, Zach, is uh, Jack Deschau from Old Dominion. A good championship chance for Sam Brooks at 184. He is the three seed at 184 is the senior. 197 at large bid. Cash Wilkie, 16 and 11 on the season. Tom Slay, first round matchup against Bucknell. Number one seed at 197 is Jaden Cox. Two seeds, Brett Farr from Minnesota. Your three seeds, Colin Moore, the freshman from Ohio State. Four seeds, Jared Hout from Virginia Tech. Again, Cash Wilkie, unseeded at large bid for the Hawkeyes. Those are all the wrestlers for the Iowa Hawkeyes. The final weight class, 285. Number one wrestler, Kyle Snyder, world champion. Number two, Connor Medbury. Three is Ty Waltz from Virginia Tech. Jacob Casper from Duke is your four seed. Number five seeds, Nick Nevels, the Nittany Lion, Penn State. Six seeds, Austin Schaefer. And the seventh seed is Tanner Hall from Arizona State. Again, if you want to check out all the action, it's on ESPN or ESPN. ESPN U is the NCAAs live from the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis. Check out all the action. I will be back to break it down coming up next week on the final exclusive edition of On the Mat here on Hawkeyes. Mike, this has been On the Mat in your weekly in your weekly wrap, a very abbreviated edition. This is Tyler Chumlin. This is Hawkeyes Mike. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Just a reminder, you can participate in our shows by offering your own comments and opinions on the Hawkeyes. The toll-free hotline is available 24 hours a day. Call 866-74-HAWKS and make your voice heard. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the news and events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. You can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes. And you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, Medium, and Facebook. The Iowa baseball team played in the Snowbird Classic Tournament in Florida last weekend. It went 2-2. Two and two. It lost to Villanova 10-1, lost to Bucknell 7-1, then swept Lehigh in a doubleheader on Sunday by scores of 15-7 and 8-3. The twin bill win over Lehigh resulted in head coach Rick Heller notching his 800th win as a college head baseball coach. A very impressive feat. Iowa's team ranks in the top three in nearly every Big Ten key offensive category right now, including second in batting average at 289 and a 429 slugging percentage. The Hawkeyes stand at 9-6 and six this early in the season. They're playing a three-game series this weekend at Kansas State. Then Iowa hosts Bradley at Dwayne Banks Field on Wednesday before opening Big Ten play Friday through Sunday with three home games against Purdue. Rick Heller talks about his team's doubleheader sweep over Lehigh. Well, it was good to see our guys come out and, and play hard and play with a lot of energy. Um, you know, I thought that uh, we had two quality starts today, Drake Robeson in game one and Grant Jenkins in game two. And then uh, the bullpen uh, did a super job today. Uh, Sammy Lizarraga closed out game one, and then Shane Ritter came in um, for Jenkins in game two, did a nice job. And then uh, Zach Daniels had really good stuff tonight and went uh, two and two-thirds to, to close game two out. It was good to see us swing the bats uh, both games up. You know, up and down the lineup, we had a lot of hits. Robert Newstrom, I know, had a had a big big day. Uh, he had seven hits. I haven't had a chance to really take a look at the the boxes, but um, you know, we had a lot of guys that had had good days at the plate. Some clutch hits, some two out hits. Uh, I thought we ran the bases for the most part pretty well, especially our first to thirds uh, were really good today. And um, defensively, I thought that uh, we played outstanding. Our infield defense um, today in 18 innings was was tremendous. No errors. Uh, outfielders did a good job as well and, and uh, Tyler Cropley caught both games and, and you know 85 degree heat and he did, he did an awesome job of working with Coach Brickman uh, calling pitches and he caught a great game so uh, overall it was a it was a real positive day for us. And Heller talks about what it means to get his 800th career win as a head coach. When you think about milestones like that, you, you really, for me anyway, you go back, first of all, and think about all those great players that you that you had the opportunity to coach. And I've, I've coached a bunch of really great kids and, and really good players, you know, all the way back, you know, in the early days at Upper Iowa and then at Northern Iowa and Indiana State and now here at the University of Iowa. You know, I think about all those guys that had the, the opportunity to be with for, for season after season. And um, the other thing is that I think a lot about uh, the great assistant coaches that um, I've had the privilege to work with and, and, and all the help and all that I've learned from, from those guys and, you know, especially this group that I have now. And, you know, Marty Sutherland played for me and you know, he's been with me for, for eight or nine years and, and Scott Brickman, uh, 
you know, we were together at, at Northern Iowa, and now Scott's doing an awesome job here at the University of Iowa. And, um, you know, Desi Drew's on board and, and Sean Moore and just everybody who, who has been a, a, a part of all those years all the way back to, to the beginning. You know, it's my 30th season, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's flown by. And um, so, anyway, those are my thoughts on uh, whenever someone asks me about a milestone like that. Thanks, as always, to Tyler Chumelin, to Jack Bransgard, and to Iowa's coaches and student-athletes, and we hope you've enjoyed this program. All Hawkeyes Mike podcasts are available and can be subscribed to on iTunes, Overcast, and other podcasting apps. HawkeyesMike.com, podcasting Iowa athletics for 10 seasons. It's all Hawkeyes all the time on HawkeyesMike.com. One passion, many voices. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle, I liked it. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.